Hey girl, hey! Welcome back to another episode of Steadily Rooted. I'm your host, Umpile Ramsibudi, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. So, last week, let's talk about that first. We didn't have an episode and it's because, girl, the weapons were prospering, okay? The weapons prospered. Firstly, they're busy with renovations in our race building and as I was trying to record the podcast episode, you could literally hear the banging in the background and so... We were not about to do that. We were not about to release an episode where you could hear the banging in the background. And so it was just not going to work. And because we need consistency or we need some kind of consistency, I think that's just how we're going to continue with it. We're going to post every other week instead of weekly. And... It also removes a lot of pressure, you know, of having a topic and having everything well thought out in a week, you know. And so that's the plan. We're going to stick to bi-weekly episodes and on weeks where we don't have an episode, we'll be having the after church lunch with the girls session on IG as either stories or we'll go live. <laughs> I don't know how comfortable I am with that yet, but I think eventually we'll get into it. And so, yeah. Oh, also another update is that the episodes will be released on Mondays instead of Sundays because I realized that there was there's a better performance when I release like the podcast episodes on weekdays instead of weekends and I get that that's fair I also don't listen to podcasts on weekends and so it only makes sense that we move it to Mondays and as I said in the trailer girl we're just figuring it out as we go okay I don't know what I'm doing like are we supposed to know what we're doing because I don't, honestly. Like, I'm literally figuring it out as I go. And so everything is just trial and error. And what doesn't work, we let go. And we try something else. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the process. And so, yeah, that's the update. And that's the reason why we didn't have an episode last week. But we back, we back, we back. Anyways, now that that's out of the way, hi guys. I hope you guys have been doing well. I've been doing good too. It's been very cloudy and rainy and gloomy the past few weeks. And I can't complain. I'm not complaining. I love, love, love me some rainy weather and so naturally that made my week 
But enough chit chat. Let's dive into today's conversation. And as you guys have seen from the title, God is for you. That's going to be our topic for today's episode. And it comes from the, you know, I spoke about this in the previous episode. And I said that I'd be going more in depth of it in this episode. But just the attack that, you know, I was facing or I was going through in my faith and my thoughts. You know, as I came into this year, there's so much that I I was and I am. I still am. <laughs> there's so much that I'm trusting God for, you know, and I know just how good his plans are for my life and you know him and I talk about it all the time you know and sometimes I can see it so vividly and there's confirmation all around me and there's so much contentment and peace within me that there shouldn't be any doubt at all you know and as I stepped into this year I knew that this was the year of execution you know however there's just been an attack on my faith and my thoughts and I found myself doubting God and the promises that he has for me and I just don't have the courage to go after the things that him and I have been talking about because simply and honestly put I lack the faith to go after them you know, that's just what it is. You know, I, I question so many things. I question if if it's even going to work out. You know, does he have my back? Can I trust him to come through? Can I trust him to make a way? You know, does he really want the best for me? And those thoughts can be crippling. You know, how do you take action when you don't have faith? When you don't believe that it will work out you know when you've already lost hope before you've even started you know and so that has been the battle over the past few weeks and during the fast I know <laughs> I know it started to seem like everything is about the fast but that's just how impactful fasting is like it really sets the tone for the rest of your year but in whom as I was saying during the fast there was a week where I focused on reading the book of Ephesians um it's a very short book but in the first chapter in Paul's letter he says for this reason ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people I have not stopped giving thanks for you Remembering you in my prayers, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and in and his incomparable great power for us who believe right and in psalm 139 verse 17 and 18 it says 
How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I could count them, they would outnumber the sand. And in another version, it says, Your thoughts, how rare, how beautiful. God, I will never comprehend them. I couldn't even begin to count them any more than I could count the, si the sand of the sea. And just imagine that, you know, and that's the thing. We can't, you know, we can't even begin to comprehend just how rich his thoughts are about us. You know, how abundant his love and grace is, you know, and to we struggle to believe it because we are so accustomed to the standards of this world that we limit him to the standards of the world you know we limit him to how much we know and how much we believe about him and that's just what it comes down to you know we could have a whole book about him and all the miraculous things that he has done but do you actually believe it for yourself do you actually believe that he is for you you know and that's that's my problem i i struggle with conceptualizing the goodness of god you know just how much he loves me just how rich his thoughts are of me and his plans for my life you know, and I got to a point in my fast where I had intrusive thoughts and I started thinking, you know, what if I'm out here thinking that God hears my prayers, you know, thinking that he cares or having hope that he will fulfill them when in actual fact, he might not even hear my prayers anymore. <laughs> you know, maybe he has turned his face away from me and I just started thinking of all the things that didn't work out. And I said, you know, so like, why would I have hope? You know, why do I still have faith in God? You know, maybe I'm calling out to God and relying on him and he doesn't even care, you know, and it got dark. <laughs> it got dark and there was so much condemnation and I was starting to believe that maybe I'm better off on my own. You know, it's just better for me to lean on myself instead of putting all my faith in God and expecting so much from him, you know. And wouldn't the devil just love that, you know, where I remove God from being God in my life and I become my own God, you know, because the devil's beef is that God is God. And so if he can get us in a space where God is no longer God, he knows that he has full reign over our lives. You know, just like he did with Adam and Eve in the garden, he wants us to question God and question what we know, that we know, that we know to be true about God. You know, if he can get you to doubt the spoken and the written word of God and his promises, then he's done. You know, he knows that you, he removes you from the path that God has placed you. And that's why the Bible emphasizes that we guard our hearts above all else. Because that little organ, it determines the course. It determines the 
trajectory of our entire life, you know? And so I just want to tell you, and I also need to be reminded of this, that God is for you, you know, and God is in control. You know, God loves you so, 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 so much. And he cares about you. And he has beautiful thoughts for you and your life and your future. You know, and it's not something that we can even come close to comprehending on a human logical level. You know, because God is not human. He doesn't conform to the standards of this world. And as Isaiah 55 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God cares about the things that you care about. What matters to you matters to your father. You know, he is concerned about things that concern you and your life you know he's not just looking out for his kingdom you know and sometimes we can get to a point where we think that that's what that's all that matters to God and that God is only pleased with us when we are reading our bible or we praying for people and preaching the gospel you know and just like the prodigal son's brother who got angry when his brother returned and said to his father, look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with all these girls, he comes home and you kill the biggest calf for him. And the father said to him, son, you're always with me and everything I have is yours. God doesn't want you to work for him. You know, it's not based on a reward system where you have to do something for God to reward you or bless you. You know, God is, he's a gracious father, you know, and it's all by grace. You are not a slave in your father's kingdom. You are a daughter. Matter of fact, you are a princess. You know, and does this mean that you don't have any responsibilities? No, you do. You know, if you belong to a family, naturally you're going to have responsibilities in that family. You know, but it also means that you have the privilege of sitting at the table of God. You know, you have unrestricted access to the God of gods. You have the authority, you have the anointing, the abundance, the provision, the unmerited favor of God, you know? And yes, contentment in God is important. You know, as they say, it's not that God doesn't want us to have the things, but he doesn't want the things to have you. You know, he doesn't want things to snatch you and take up your heart you know and you're now lost into the world chasing after the things my pastor always says this an idol is not a statue an idol is anything that removes god from his rightful place in your heart and your life and that can be anything 
you know, and the things that we chase after can become idols in our lives. And that's what the devil wants. The devil has no issue with giving you what you want as long as it removes God from your life. You know, he comes as everything we've ever wanted. And so be careful that these things that you are going after don't have your heart. You know, God could care less about the materialistic and worldly things that we are after. God is after our hearts and he will do anything to God that from the things that could take us away from him and steer us away from the course and the purpose of our lives. And so with all of that being said, trust that God is for you. Lean on that promise, you know, and the beautiful thing is that we don't declare from a place of uncertainty. We are confidently standing on a God who everything we need him to be, he already is. And he has always been and will always be. You know, he's not a God that is trying or still practicing or learning to be something that he's not. He is the great I am. And so don't allow the devil to convince you otherwise. You know, God is in control and he is working and he is working it all out for your good. He wants the best for you. And if you think that you know what's best for you and you might have all these amazing plans for your life and God is saying, you don't even know half of what I have for you. You are limiting him to what you've seen him do before and what you've seen him do for others. But God is saying, behold, I am doing something new. He is very meticulous. He's a very meticulous God. He is intentional about our lives, you know, and he is so capable and he is your God. And if you can grasp that and believe it, you know, not just believe it, but believe it to be true for you, you know, then you'd have the courage to confidently step out into all the promises and the plans that God has for your life. If you would just believe that God is for you. So as we wrap up this episode, lean on the promise that God is for you. And stop imposing worldly standards on God and condemning yourself. Because God wants the best for you. And he has beautiful 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 thoughts about you and plans for your life you know and don't let the devil deceive you and make you doubt God step out in faith boldly so into everything that God has called you to and so that's it from this episode I hope that you know that you know that God loves you so, so, so much. And he isn't going to let you down. You know, he's got you. And so as we step out into a new week, I hope that you stand firmly in that. And 
that's it for me in this episode i'll be seeing you guys again in two weeks well i'll be seeing you guys next week but it will be on ig it won't be a podcast episode but yeah i'll see you guys in two weeks i love you guys and god loves you even more have an amazing week bye